Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. March 22, 2001, the questions, questions, and more questions edition. All of today's stories raise more questions. We begin with a story from the Wall Street Journal about foreign businesses in Myanmar and how the coup by the military has created an unworkable situation. Many foreign businesses are struggling to operate in an increasingly volatile environment as the military uses lethal force against a swelling protest movement opposing the coup, and swaths of the company workforce go on strike. Bank employees and port workers aren't punching in as a part of a massive civil civil disobedience campaign meant to pressure the military to restore the elected government. This has paralyzed Myanmar's financial system and logistical arteries with executives scrambling to work out how to pay salaries and import raw materials. For businesses in general, the conditions are pretty unworkable. There's a sense of impending doom said a U.N. representative. Uh, From the Financial Times, uh, Brazil's establishment has struck back at the uh, lengthy Javalato investigation and now are investigating the judges who investigated the politicians. Uh, One uh, commentator said, if Brazilians do not wake up, we will have gone back 30 years in anti-corruption efforts before we realize it. It's so bad that the OECD has uh, put uh, Brazil on a watch list, and now they are simply monitoring it to see how far back it will slide. Uh, One OECD representative said Brazil was positioned a few years back as an anti-corruption champion. It was seen and praised by the OECD as a country where things were really happening. And now it is just apparently backsliding under Bolsonaro and uh, the rest of the Brazilian establishment. Can you redeem yourself based upon your uh, sins? Well, it's an interesting article in the New York Times about how Volkswagen's sins fueled its redemption. Not long ago, VW was a global pariah after pleading guilty to the biggest emissions fraud in automotive history. Now it is the toast of the stock market, with shares worth twice as much as they were a year ago. What happened? Well, um, in uh, Volkswagen's misdeeds may have helped pave the way for its reversal of fun- for- fortune. Because of the serious problems the company found itself in after the emission testing scandal, the financial commitment was made when uh, to electric vehicles and as a way to short circuit around their abysmal uh, conduct in the admissions testing and the electric vehicle offensive is well-timed, certainly in the uh, climate change era and certainly with the new Biden administration putting that back at the forefront of U.S. foreign policy. So interesting uh, way for Volkswagen to begin to make a comeback on the world stage. And finally, um, a... Former AT&T lawyer at, says there has to be an accounting for AT&T as he alleges 
that the company mischarged the neediest or overcharged rather the neediest schools. Uh, he came to believe that AT&T did not charge low prices as required by law, misled the government about its compliance with the rules of a federal program, and then turned away his concerns when he brought brought it forward. He left AT&T and he handed what he thought was damning information to a law to a lawyer suing the company. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.